Hello, welcome to Loa Light on a Hill, Loa Live. I am Teresa Lyons-Smith. I am the founder and director. And today you are joining us for our first segment of our series, There is a Sound. Are you the sound or just noise? I am joined today by a phenomenal guest. We are going to be finding out from him what's in his heart, what's in his spirit, what's on his mind concerning all of the noise and the chaos that we have involuntarily been bombarded with. And he's going to speak to what is the sound? What is the solution? What is the path to a solution? And so I am so excited today to be joined by our guest, Bishop Kevin Allen. He is the pastor of Effectual Praise and Worship Center in Pennsauken, New Jersey on Marlton Pike. He's going to give us all that information later. But we are truly blessed to have him here today. I'm grateful and honored to call him my pastor, my bishop. Um, and we are going to just touch on the topic. Are you the sound or just noise? Welcome, Bishop. How are you? Welcome. How are you doing? Great, great. So... I'm just going to begin, jump right in here, and I'm going to make a statement. This series is about sound versus noise because, symbolically speaking, at the end of the day, it's really what we are facing and contending with. We have information, and some of it is wrong, some of it is right, but because of the timing and the way that it is presented, even if something is good, if it's presented at the wrong time, it just becomes part of the noise. But we believe that in all of the noise, in the chaos, there is a sound, there is a solution, there are answers, there, some of them are immediate, some of them will give us immediate results and resolve, and some of it is a sound that's the beginning to a process of correction. And so that's what this series is going to cover. We're going to tap into the minds and into the downloads of some great individuals to share with us so that we can be clear on what is the sound and what is the noise. Because at the end of the day, the same way light takes over darkness, we believe that it's the sound and not just any sound, but there's an effective sound that is the solution to where we need to be, where we're going. And so today, again, we are joined by Bishop Kevin Allen. I am so honored to know this man. I have been knowing him for decades. I have served under him. My life has come full circle and I'm, I'm blessed to be even able to be under his tutelage now. And so I'm gonna just throw out this thought, Bishop, and then we would like to give you the floor and let you expound and share with us in whatever you feel we need to hear today. And that is, sound is intentional. It is purposed. It is focused. It is destined. It is considerate. Sound is aware of the space that it needs to fill. And, and the effect or the result, if you will, that, that it's looking for. And so 
that being said, Bishop Allen, knowing that you are a praying man of God and that you are very aware of the things that we are contending with and facing on a day-to-day -day basis, um, what what does that mean to you? First of all, I want to say good evening to uh, Evangelist Teresa Saint Blanchard. We thank God for her allowing me to come. Uh, and I thank God because even in this time when we are bombarded with so much noise, there must be a sound. And I'm talking about in our country, I'm talking about in the church, there must be a sound. And usually when you hear so much that's going on, it takes the people to hear a sound. First of all, I just want to mention in the Bible, the Bible is a book of noise. And a lot of us don't see that. But when you study the Bible, the Lord showed me seven events of the Bible being a very noisy book. And when God showed me that, the Lord said, yes, it's a very noisy book, but it came with a sound mm. to hear. So he said in um, Exodus, the third chapter, when Israelites was in slavery in, in Egypt, they was groaning. They was groaning. They was making a noise. Mm -hmm. Then he took me to Proverbs, the eighth chapter, where he said, wisdom cries out. And he said, and then the 34th verse says, when wisdom was at the top of the mountain, there was a loud cry. And then the Lord said, and then God shouted out loud in Isaiah 42. And then the Lord showed me that Jesus prayed loud cries and tears. And then Hebrew, the fifth chapter, he even, even created creations with groans in Romans 8. So you understand that the Bible is a very noisy book, but there was a sound. He didn't only stop there, but then he said to me in Acts 2 and 2, the mighty Russian mighty went a violent blowing of God, a move. So even in the midst of our time, there must be a sound, not religious, but by the yes. body of Christ, yes. the kingdom of God, there must be a sound, not noise, but sound. So when we understand sound, when, the, when, when Acts 2 and 2 talks about the filling of the Holy Ghost and the, and, and the people prophesied, the people moved in gifts, yes. the Bible said it was added to the church, not local assembly, but throughout the whole entire world, yes. churches was growing because of what? Sound. sound. Not making noise. Sound. But then you find out we have so much going on. Social media, Facebook, mm -hmm. streaming. But are we in the place to hear the sound? Mm -hmm. Are we there to hear what God is saying? Number one, we must understand something. We must get in position, first of all, to quiet ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. We must. I'm talking about kingdom. I'm not talking about denomination. I'm not talking about uh, your local church. Because this is kingdom building. Yes. This is about God. God is that sound. Not noise. He's that sound that we have to listen to and follow that sound. Understand what I said biblically. Every time 
there was a sound. It wasn't a local. It was throughout the whole world. You heard revivals. You heard Azusa. You heard so much about the moving of God. Miracles, signs, and wonders. You heard it and you seen it. You just said so many powerful and key points, even down to the key words. I'm, I'm taking notes because at the end of the day, one thing that we know is in our hearing, we need to hold on to. We don't want to hear just to be hearing or hear just to say we heard, but we want to hear with the intention to do do what? Whatever the instructions are. And I believe, Bishop, that one of the differences between the sound and the noise is that the sound is, it's bettering us. It's, it's taking us to a new and another place. Yes. Of, in an effective place, a yes. fulfilling place. Um, and so... In order to do that, we have to, Bishop said something that a woman of God said not too long ago, that God was saying, get in position. And that position is a bent ear. We need to lend our ear. And, you know, Bishop, I, I, I want to say, what what is it that we would say to the people who don't necessarily understand the kingdom language, the church language? Because at the end of the day, not everybody is a believer. Not everybody goes to church. Not everybody understands how to pray, let alone the power of prayer. But God is still giving you and, and a selective few others. And, and I say that intentionally, a selective few others. Because what I'm finding out is for so long... We've gotten caught up in the noise. We've been okay with as long as somebody was saying something and we really didn't place a lot of value. And I'm saying we not to exclude anybody, but we we really didn't place a lot of value on what was being said. But we just got caught up in the emotions of something was being said and it was feeding our emotion. And so we are finding out in this time that the stuff that we used to be able to get away with and get by with, is it's not working, you know? And so what do we say to the person who needs to hear the sound, but is not necessarily in the church building? They're not necessarily someone who prays or who knows how to get into a quiet place and, and commune and speak with God, the Father, you know? What, what do we say to them so that they too get the message? I'm glad I'm glad you asked that because a lot of times as people got we got messed up with titles, we got messed up with the gifts, we got messed up with so much. Jesus said, I became whatever it takes to win. Yes. And what that means is I must lose myself and do it the way God wants me to do it. It's not yes. one thing when God moves is not to please man, it's to please him. So to to become Whatever it takes to win. That means if I got to come out the collar, if I got to come out the road, mm. you understand me? To win. Yes. To win the loss at any cost. That's the place we have to get to that it's about him. Yes. And 
I say this from my pulpit, and you and my members hear me say this, that as people of God, we must understand something. We must be able to win the loss at any cost. God's way, not my way. Gifts came to edify. Gifts came to help. But if people never come to church, your life must be an example to them. If they never walk into the church door, is your life an example? Can they see Christ on the inside of you? Can they see a difference? You understand me? Can they see that your life really make a difference? I'm not talking about judging. No, we're not That's perfect. Right. If you cut me, I bleed. But they can tell that something's different about yes. my life. How I handle situations. How I deal with issues. They can tell, first of all, there's a grace. There's a peace. Yes. There's a love. There's a spirit of forgiveness. You understand me? That come over you. When you get saved and give God your life, you handle things different. So as people of God, they didn't seen fake folks, fake church folks, they didn't yes. seen everything. But is there authentic people of God that's real, that's down to earth, not here, but down to earth, that people can connect with, that that person is real for God? And that's what God is changing. Understand this. They're not coming into the church. Look, look at what's happening in the pandemic. Look what's happening. They're not coming to the church. They are listening on social media, Facebook, live streaming, on your job. The circles have changed. Yeah. Now, it's your circle on your job. It's the market. Yeah. It's the gas station. It's whatever comes down your direction. Are you that example before them that they can see Christ in your life? It's a living life. Yes. It's what they're looking at. How you live it. No more talk. Amen. Again, that's some powerful stuff. You know, I can I can say that I, I, I understand completely what you're saying, Bishop, because you know, I had um had to make a decision that I was willing to do whatever my contribution to the sound is yes. and literally that is even to be sitting here with you right now you know being a speaker being a minister being an evangelist having lower and people often think when they see me speaking that I'm this comfortable person you know just no problem getting up in front of crowds and many are shocked to find out that I really struggle with <laughs> speaking up in front before people and so especially on this type of platform where you don't you you don't have control over who's going to see you you know or who's going to judge you yes and so i had to myself make a decision that i was going to be what do whatever it takes whatever my contribution to the sound is no matter how uncomfortable it made me, the bigger picture is there is a sound. Yes. And I have a voice. And there is information that I have that needs to be shared. And even if my contribution is creating the platform for somebody else's voice. And so 
as Bishop said, we have to be, excuse me, willing yes. to do whatever God is leading us to do mm -hmm. and do it the way God is leading us to do it. I remember the moment that I knew I couldn't run from the social media platform anymore. I couldn't run from the podcast anymore. I couldn't run from those things when, when God spoke to me and said that Loa must live in order, Loa must go live in order to live. And so, and, and said to me, because no matter which way you look at it, live is live and live is live. Mm -hmm. And so I had to remember that God gave Loa to me. You know, and I know that some of you are listening who are not believers. You are not a Christian. And, you know, but when I, I have to say and use the language and the verbiage that as a believer, I believe in and it is accustomed to. And so please know that it is never to offend anyone. But I couldn't sit here and pretend that I'm not doing this because I've been praying and asking God, what is it that needs to be done in order for this noise to quiet down and dissipate. And so, as Bishop said, it's got to be not what we want, but what is the need. And we have to be willing to spend the time to get into position and spend the time that it takes to get instruction and be willing, willing to do whatever it takes. We cannot be concerned with being the one who has to be heard. Again, you might be like me and just it's your place to create a platform for the person with the sound to be heard. But whatever it takes, Bishop, we we have to be willing to do something different. This the, the stuff we used to do, the It's not working. <laughs> excuse me, even church, the way we used to church. It, it's not working. Um, and so, you know, there is a scripture in the Bible that says, and all by getting, get an understanding. And, yes. and, and one of the segments we're going to talk about what, what understanding really means. But in the meantime, and for the sake of this segment, you know, we need to really get an understanding of what the need is. And, and that leads me to this last um, topic question for this segment, Bishop, which is that one of the things that I have found is we also have to be willing to become preventative and stop reacting because a lot of why what is intended to be a sound becomes noise mm -hmm. is because we say it, we speak it, we do it at the wrong time. When we, we put stuff into what is already a chaotic and combusted situation and so it's not even heard the way it needs to be heard. And so I believe that God has given us a grace and he is extending a grace to us that we become preventative. It's not too late. You know, it's not too late. And what that means is, Bishop, we're going to have to come out of our comfort zones, especially as the church. You know, we are going to have to go back to those places that we don't really want to go back to. We can't just talk about them in the pulpit anymore. We have to be willing to go into the muck and miry clay and, and give the message and, you know, 
give do what God said in the Bible, which is compel men and women to come. We 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 have to be willing to take information that we have, and you know, like concerning even the black on black crime. If we know that those it's happening because it's affected a people who they are dealing with oppression and suppression and all of these things that cause that behavior then we can't keep waiting until it happens and say it's happening because yes we have to hear what god is saying we have to bend our ear to the men and women of god who have the instructions for what we need and we have to be willing to follow we have to be willing to go and compel men and women to come. One thing I want to say too, I just want to piggyback a little bit. I want to say, we have a slogan on our job site, we but not I. The church has to become an I and not a we. The gifts came for a teamwork to help to build the kingdom of God. Understand what God is doing. Lower, Look at. let's look at the play. Let's look at the skits. You're touching people who never went to church, who've been hurt, who've been raped, who've been molested. Yes. Not the church setting. You understand? Yes. Me? But what God has given you is a platform to help heal those that have been hurt, those that have been raped, those that have been molested, things that was covered for years, embedded for years, and nobody could ever get it to come to surface. Mm. So it's hard to get healed when we cover stuff yes. and never expose it. In order to recognize and identify the source, I must recognize I've been hurt. Yes. Identify my issue. You understand me? It's like an alcoholic or a drug addict. In order for them to get help, they had identified I have a problem, I have an issue. But because we 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 oh you'll get over it. Forgive. No. Yes. Some things have to be dealt with. And it takes the anointing of God. <clears throat> To do it, and it takes all of us as a team to help yes. heal, deliver. We cannot stop. You can't do this because you're not anointed. It's not your time yet. So when is my time? Sometimes you got to let God be God. That's why some things is being broken. It's because we're used to the same noise. Preach, come to church. Who set time for worship in the church? See, God gets stopping a lot of stuff. Because it's God's time. It's time. That's, that's why when we talk about sound, sound and, and, and noise, he set the atmosphere for worship. When David was in pain and distress, David worshiped God in the midst of it. That's how he got delivered because he know, know how to worship God in his pain, in distress. It brought him to a place to know God. That's why I said this is the season as people of God. Hear me now. Our ears has to be tuned to the lips of God. We have to have anointing for our ears to hear God. Our discernment has to be anointed to see what God is showing us, see what God wants us to see in this season. So this is the time. That's why I said you're, you're, what God has given you for lower is anointed. The Bible said miracle signs and wonder shall follow them that believe. So even in the midst of it, you're seeing people delivered. You're seeing chains broken. You're seeing females being raped. You understand me? Coming out of it because of this play, the lower, the skit, lower. Because it's helping people who can't get help at church. 
because they don't dress like church because they don't speak in tongues like church so they don't get help because they can't come or we too dressed up we got to have a, 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 a suit on a tie on so it keep those that can't afford it to come so God had to make a way no these are souls these are souls and souls are important to God and we are the avenue he called us. He called us. He anointed us yes. for this. So this is a season that we must hear God. Not our emotions, not our feelings. Because what, listen, understand the saints of God, people of God, or uh, 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 folks that's not even in church. Understand this. It's not what I wear that makes me. That's right. It's my life before you. And it's me hearing God. Understand this. Whenever God moves. And whenever God speaks. It always goes against the flesh and the emotions. So it don't always come to make me feel good. But it comes to break chains off of my life. Understand. It comes. You understand me? When, we go, when God goes against the grain. That means he's ready to do something. And, and see we want to be with. We want to jump on the high. We want to jump on everything that's flying high. But sometimes God go against the grain. Mm. But Jaime was really here, God, when it's going against the grain. Mm. And how many of us are willing to be the one that has to go okay. against the grain? One of the things I'm so grateful for Bishop Allen for is that he has been consistent. Um, in just the example of being a man of God, not afraid to be transparent and always concerned about God's people. And let me tell you something, whether right now you are a believer and go to a church or not, you are still God's creation. Yes. And so yes. God is concerned about Wonderful us, name. all of us, everything that he made. He is concerned about. And so I just want to thank you, Bishop. Appreciate you. Um, this is going to be a number of segments concerning the sound uh, and the noise. Which one are you? Which one are you willing to be? Um, and so I would like to thank you for joining us. Before we end this segment, we're going to ask Bishop to give the information for his church, where you can find him. I can tell you that he is telling you the truth. You might see him in a suit. You might see him in some Tims and a sweatsuit. Um, he is not concerned about what you look like, but what you need. And so um, he's going to give us the information for where you can find him on Sunday mornings and how you can join us for Bible studies during the week just to get that midweek uplift, Bishop. Yes, we are, we are called Infection Praise and Worship Center, 3014 Malton Pike, Pensacola, New Jersey. Prayer is at 9.30. Sunday morning service starts at 10. And we have Bible study on Tuesday, Empowerment, which is Tuesday at 7 to 7.15, 7.30 is prayer. Then Bible study starts at 7.30. With the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we want to say to you, we welcome you to the house of the Lord, come, feel free. Uh, I'm not about all that, 
because God took me away from that years ago. And then the Lord brought me right back to it to win the loss at any cost. So listen, it's not about how you look, how you dress. Where the spirit of the Lord is, always remember, there is liberty. Love you, and you can't do nothing about it. Amen. So I want to thank evangelists, Teresa and Lantes for allowing me to come to talk, to share. So we want to say there's hope. Always remember that there is hope. There is hope. And we thank God for lower and the founder of lower to that God uses, you know, in an extraordinary way that God uses to win the loss at any cost. It may not be your, your church setting, but understand this, miracles, signs, and wonders. Follow them that believe. Amen. Thank you again, Bishop. Thank you. We will see you for the next segment of this series. You will be able to watch and re-watch this um, here today on Facebook, on Instagram. The podcast information will be put out there for you as well. Lower Live is the name of the podcast. Uh, if you want to email me, it is one light on a hill at gmail.com. If you want to um, reach out, you can do that either via email. Generally, if you send an email and include all of your contact information, we will get back to you as soon as possible. Um, if you have prayer requests, whatever you need and you think we can be of assistance, you can give us um, a contact and we will get back in touch with you. Thank you again. And remember, purpose is not just what we do or what we have. It is who we are. Thank you and God bless you.